0: Cutting edge guests, awesome, uncensored, jaw dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kind of have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. Hey, you divine lions and lionesses, you amazing sovereign souls, look at this powerful, affordable X39 patches. Help regenerate your stem cells. These were developed for Navy SEALs. Burns up to 500 calories. Acts like a wearable med bed on your body. So you get to wear your natural wellness daily. Order X39 now at catchthelifewave.com. There's Monday to Friday phone support. So you can go there. There's Zooms and there's a 100% 90-day money-back guarantee at catchthelifewave.com. The X39, there is nothing else like it. Help activate stem cells, reverse aging, and rejuvenate your life at catchthelifewave.com. All right, all you divine lions and lionesses, welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show. You know we stand for love, levity, and liberty, and I got the Blink Buddha behind me, and also on the mug, firing his red pills from his nine mil, and he wears a Punisher's tattoo over his left breast, symbolizing save the children. I am your host, Brad Wozniak. I'm also speaking to the Canadians and in the Indigenous of Turtle Island, North America, and the Caribbean, because we have an incredible show once again with the heroic. Norman Traversey here. I've served my country at a federal level in the Canadian military, provincial level, Ontario wildfire fighter, rim Jod BlackBerry down at 9-11 just a few moments after, I would say a few days after, they dropped the three World Trade Center towers. And then I was at the Pentagon because I was working on the Pentagon team for BlackBerry with the missile strike, which came in. We have all the emails. Rim has all the emails. It was a missile strike, and I was 18 stories below the Pentagon. And I had attended a press conference Rumsfeld spoke at, and I got pictures to prove it. People know this. That's part of my story in a red pill and awakening to part of the crimes that we are have been perpetrated upon us as a human society. But this has been going on for eons. Norman here in 2003 is a decorated, nationally recognized heroic firefighter. He's had many red pill moments where the medical system and the chief of the Mississauga Fire Department kicked him aside for being a complete hero. So here he is as a hero from the Freedom Convoy in Canada as a member of that, as well as creating heroic mischief. Especially for our Canadians and Americans, by the way, many of this applies to you and our Australians and our patriots worldwide. You're about to hear and see absolute evidence that especially in Ontario, if you're paying any property taxes, that you are committing funding fraud. You are funding pedophilia. And by the way, those who are receiving property taxes and municipal taxes, they are creating criminal fraud. So you could literally march into your city council chambers and treasurer's office if they are charging you property taxes and get a tax rebate and start an investigation with the lawful police on those people creating criminal fraud. And it goes further than that. Canada's never been a country, we know that, and Norman's going to talk about that, as well as so much more. So buckle up, because this is an awesome show, and literally, people could get their money back from their municipalities. So if you, and anybody you don't know, that might be in Canada, in Ontario, send them this show, and ask them for 10% of the taxes that they get rebated (laughs) as well, right? Hey, there's there's a great one, because of what they've done on the economy worldwide. Norman, welcome back, brother. It's good to see you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you got a lot more pep in your step. You're looking great. So, where, where do you, you want to start with this? We got tail numbers of aircraft. We've got, you know, uh, chapter thirty four,
1: and then we've got section seventeen. Well, um, let's start off with the uh, tail number. Okay. You've got you've got the uh, the pictures. I don't know if you can put them on screen or not. We'll do. I'll do so
0: right now. Yep. And as, as I'm pulling it up on screen, just share with everybody, we're going to look at the aircraft first, and then we're going to go right into the history of its tail number. Okay. So
1: aircraft, uh, aircraft. We have a mutual friend uh, who wants to remain anonymous, but we both know who he is. And uh, he lives not far from London, Ontario, in a little town, and he's got a huge background decades of experience in security and providing security and he is a self-described snoop he uh, he says he loves loves breadcrumbs and uh, you know just looking where they lead and uh his town uh had a blackout complete power blackout uh a week ago Wednesday And he said, uh, all the power went out. He lives in a little town, little farming town. And he said, 10 minutes after the power went out, this is in the morning, the siren went off on City Hall to summon all the volunteer firefighters. So they all showed up and they took off. And he said, uh, about 10 minutes after that, there's a convoy of police vehicles. That were tearing through the town so he followed them and uh they all converged on a decommissioned canadian air force base this is a world war ii air force base and uh, they had uh repurposed some of the buildings uh, for small businesses so they were still using the buildings but he found it curious that uh, the admin building, the administration building and the barracks still had power to them even though there was no one in them. Mm. And he also said there were uh, fans that were blowing air underground because I believe all Canadian Air Force bases have tunnel systems under them and bunkers, you know, in case of hostilities. And he went up to the uh, airport he said there was a whole bunch of cops there there were two canine teams dog teams one from the london ontario uh, police who had no jurisdiction there Uh, there was an uh, ontario provincial police canine team there were a number of tactical teams swat teams Uh, There were, uh, like, uh, unmarked black buses. And he said he couldn't see anybody in them, going into them or out of them. And he said there were a number of uh, black suburbans there. And there were two uh, unmarked black vans with uh, various antennas. And he, he said he thought they were data suppression. I'm not quite sure what that means or... Maybe it's uh, to identify where signals are coming from, but they were there as well. And uh, they saw him there, and uh, I guess one of the cop cars came out and just checked him out and left. And uh, they were there for eight hours. But what he found curious was that he had noticed for over two weeks there had been a 60-seater business jet parked there now this is a decommissioned air force base there'd be no fuel there no air traffic control and why is this uh plane there and he got photos of the tail number and it's an american business jet not a small one it'll hold 60 people yeah and it is registered You can see it. It's registered to the trustee of the Bank of Utah. Now, why would a plane registered to the Bank of Utah be parked at a decommissioned Canadian Air Force base and parked there for weeks? Uh, He's now getting a link uh, between that bank and uh, pornography site. He hasn't got the the proof yet, but it's a very curious thing that they would have all those police there for eight hours and multiple police forces there, and that occurred uh, a week ago Wednesday.
0: You you mentioned pornography site, and I've heard that Pornhub has its headquarters in Ottawa on Elgin Street.
1: It does. It's I can. It's about four blocks from where I live, and uh, I walk by it all the time. Uh, it's right across from Ottawa City Hall, and I think it's two hundred Elgin Street. So it's a it's a tall building. So and it's uh, owned by what is it called um, Ethical investing corporation or some weird name like that i think but, the name that i
0: received was ethical capital partners
1: mm-hmm. For porn. so yeah we're working on linking wow. that yeah interesting uh, and uh yeah they were uh found guilty of uh child pornography and uh human trafficking and then they got bought by this uh canadian company So uh, very curious, and uh, our friend is uh, pursuing this. He's investigating, and he's good. We'll have more news on that to come. So
0: let me just put this together as we're almost at the two-year anniversary of the Freedom Convoy in Canada and Ottawa, everybody, for around the world. Within a kilometer or so of Canadian Parliament buildings, where there were bouncy castles, where Norman was part of the organization, making sure the streets were swept, making sure that the homeless were fed, making sure that the truckers had fuel to keep themselves warm, as well as families and children during the nights when it dropped down to minus 40. You have Pornhub potentially owned by an organization allegedly called Ethical Capital Partners And we've just had and saw months ago in Canadian Parliament, all 380 members of Parliament applaud the Nazi salute of a Waffen-SS Nazi soldier with Trudeau, all members, all parties. And that Waffen-SS battalion is 100% complicit and known for their war crimes as they went throughout Poland and other countries. Of murdering, raping children, babies, women, and men in the most heinous ways. Comes full circle. And now we have a 55 to 60 seat passenger jet, Bombardier type jet. And for those who are listening to the podcast, not able to watch the broadcast, here's that tail number registration that was sent over to us. It's November 25, 8 Papa Sierra. November 2-5, Papa Sierra for a 2004 Bombardier CL-600. Just hanging out on a runway of an abandoned, so supposedly abandoned Canadian Forces Base outside of London, Ontario, Southern Ontario, where all of a sudden, I think they call them in Ontario the True Team, the Tactical Response Unit, because the RCMP doesn't have certs anymore. They became JTF, JTF2. Um, uh, one of them based out of Dwyer, if they're still there, at Dwyer Hill, outside of Ottawa. So, wow, really mm-hmm. telling. It's also interesting because, you know, in the last two days, Derek and I have been texting. Anybody doesn't know, Derek Johnson and I are friends. And, you know, he was sharing, you know, some of the documents of the Canadian Armed Forces and their operational readiness and preparation to fight in... Deep underground military bases and tunnel systems and whatnot over the last two decades. And that's a show that I'll be doing specific to all of this. Again, it's open source. There's nothing not confidential we're sharing here, which could uh, violate OPSEC. Because I don't know. I'm just a gut. I'm just a sovereign man and pulling things together, kind of like our friend that you referenced, who he likes breadcrumbs. And from those breadcrumbs, he makes loaves. Mm-hmm. For the so we're doing that, that show's coming up in a few days. And we've also had just, I guess it was later a week ago, it allegedly again, disclosed that there's a, that tunnel system from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, where the snowbirds train, um, the Canadian Forces aerobatic team, right? The, the Americans have the F-16s and they have the F-18 Blue Angels, but that tunnel system runs down to Chicago. So why the hell do we bother with borders and checkpoints, right? When you got, you know, child trafficking tunnels that go all throughout the world, as Ricardo mm-hmm. Bosi said on this show and many other shows, you know, huge amount of, um, actually our last show he and I were on together was Captain Kyle, and I'll put this out there, Norman, so people can tie this together that it's a global issue. It was uh, three Fridays ago, and Lieutenant Colonel Ricardo Bosi, if anybody doesn't know, was former SAS commander. Australian special forces, a quarter of a century, roughly all of it in spec ops. And he said, I'm on the phone with them. He's the leader of Australia One Party right now. He said, I'm on the phone with them. They're saying, they're right below your feet. You know, and those explosions that you hear, those are the ongoing operations. And they are fighting Chimera. And he literally said, in case anybody doesn't know what that means, that is half human, half animal hybrids. That's what the good military are fighting from the nasty stuff that have been created so we're literally living a Resident Evil science fiction novel because this is what those people who are over in Davos are trying to release these Disease X. But I'm going down a lot of rabbit holes. So maybe let's
1: just Lord of the of... Rings was a documentary.
0: Yeah, that's pretty interesting because we were just talking about works. You were kind of enlightened me to some of that some of that stuff. We're kind of going down that.
1: You know, why would you say it's a documentary, Norman? Uh, because we now. Um... Of the opinion that, uh, that uh, well, we're Homo sapiens and then there was also Neanderthals who were also humans, but they were much bigger, stronger, faster, crueler than us. And that uh, because of the last ice age, we may have uh, escaped them, but they're still around, some of them. Gigantlopithecus. Mm-hmm. You know, even the
0: USGS acknowledged in 2022, August, people can go look at this, that under the south rim of the Grand Canyon is the entrance to a 60,000 year old temple. Six zero, zero zero zero, 60,000 000 year old temple. And allegedly, in that temple, this is the Smithsonian had cleaned it out, but it had gold statues and it was a temple that was constructed by giants.
1: Yeah.
0: We have all the giant tombs from Ohio and Illinois all across there. We have the giants, the cave droppings of indigenous, which go back tens of thousands of years. David versus Goliath in the Bible. Why would you make that up, right? Jack and the Beanstalk. Yep. Yeah. And ho, ho, ho. The Green Giant. What are your pronouns again, my friend? Oh, my pronouns are fee, fi, fo, fum. Absolutely. <laughs> <I'm> pretty... <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome okay so very telling let's why don't we reel it back to um to this little pdf that i have here sitting here and we'll go from a federal standpoint and bring it down to ontario and why people if they're paying their taxes at to the municipality of ontario they're 100 complicit complicit and literally listen to this folks if participating you in problem, organized crime correct you are funding organized crime syndicate if you are paying taxes to municipalities in ontario right now full stop full stop and here's the proof if you need that we'll start with the federal level and i'll move over to this document so norman can tell you what his experience has been and where he's been the last few days in ottawa and this is from the library and archives of canada as it states And right below the description of the show, everybody, you'll see a link because none of us are getting paid to bring this truth to you, myself nor Norman. So Norman has a GoFundMe link so you can donate to Norman because he's paying out of pocket, right? They cut off his pension, those deep state Masonic filth, because they don't want him to speak truth. And that went back almost over a decade ago. So you can please donate to him. And below that is this file that you can download directly from Library and Archives Canada. Chapter 34. Norman, go ahead, my friend. Tell us what we're looking at.
1: Okay, this is uh, chapter C34. And uh, I've got an associate who's got a, a very good background in law. And he said, uh, as you can see, is an act respecting the criminal law. Yep. And uh, may be cited as the criminal code. So it'll have a tight title. It'll have a preamble. And then after that, it's got what should be an enacting clause Hmm. uh, where it's enacted, which means it becomes law. Where would I find that here? You won't find it there. It's not there. There is no enacting clause, which means uh, and then after that, you've got the definitions, Hmm. which means this is null and void. And there are a number of uh, Canadian laws that do not have an enacting clause. So what my friend told me was this is the equivalent of having a loaded pistol with no trigger. It's not enacted. It's just words. So uh, we needed proof of that and uh you know you can look at this online but anybody can mess with stuff online so i went to the national archives in ottawa and i got myself registered as um, a researcher so i've got an id card and uh you know they know who i am i i just they just scan the uh the card and they let me in and i've got the run of the place so uh, what I did was I paid for a certified copy of Chapter 34. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you scroll down to the last page, you'll see it is signed and certified and dated, uh, I believe the 17th. So that was done three days ago. Yeah. And I, I paid for that. And uh, can you put it up there? Yeah. 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 Right at the bottom. Just with Adobe and Zoom, they take a little bit of it mm-hmm. to get wonky. So, yeah. There we go. Okay, there it is. It's a certified copy. Yeah. And everybody can download this right below the show in the description link. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can download it. And yeah. uh it has no enacting clause. Hmm. So now... <laughs> It's like words say- on a
0: napkin or a piece of toilet paper like you know i say that you are guilty of uh of speeding and you're like oh okay
1: or uh, i can just I go just around giving it. i can give people parking tickets <laughs> yeah. right you can
0: give it to me but you know who says that i need to
1: pay it exactly so uh here we have an and an i haven't got a certified copy but apparently the highway traffic act has no enacting clause
0: for all of canada
1: yeah and so the happens- ontario highway traffic act has yeah. no enacting clause um you know right now now that we have found one uh, and we'll find uh, we're this is going to be our new project to find how many laws have no enacting clause wow which if you're
0: of good law enforcement, RCMP around the uh incorporated business calling itself Canada, act trying to act like an NGO governant governed entity, but it's not, it's a business. Just like you would
1: walk into a 7 Eleven. They're corporations. Them. They are incorporated. They are corporations. And the Municipal Act, right there, Section 17, if you can pull that up, Brad. Yeah, let's do that right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So let me... Here's here's one. Yep. back here. <laughs> yeah. Section okay. 17 of the Municipal Act. Let's read it. Sure. It yeah, says... There's oh, the link.
0: By the way, we are on Canley.org. This is an Ontario Municipal Tax Act. Okay. And the link for this is below the description.
1: It's yeah, a municipal say, act.
0: Yeah, yeah. This this applies to the province of Ontario, all the municipalities under the province of Ontario. So the sub-affiliated companies under the company of the province of Ontario, pro- company of the province of Ontario, is a subsidiary of the Crown Corporation. So you have an umbrella company, Canada. You have a subsidiary company, Ontario. And then you have multiple subsidiary incorporated companies underneath it, knowing calling themselves like Collingwood, Ontario, or Waterloo, Ontario, or Ottawa. Okay, they're franchises. Yeah, Fran. Yeah, great call. Franchises like you know, crappy McDonald's that they kicked out for sure for grinding up people and feeding it to everyone. Fact check. So church. what's it say oh. in section seventeen? <laughs> Restrictions, financial matters. Sections 9, 10, and 11 do not authorize a municipality to A, impose taxes, B, borrow or invest money or sell debt, C, incur debt without borrowing money for the purpose of obtaining long-term financing of any capital undertaking, D, enter into agreements for the purpose of minimizing costs or financial risk associated with the incurring of debt, E, make a grant or a loan, F, take any other prescribed financial action, G, become a bankrupt under the Bankruptcy and Insolvency Act of Canada, or H, as an insolvent person, make an assignment for the general benefit of creditors under Section 49 of the Bankruptcy and Insolvency Act of Canada, or make a proposal under Section 50 of that Act, 2006, Chapter 32, Schedule A, Section 13.
1: Right there, black and white. They're not authorized to impose taxes.
0: But Olivia Chow, who uh, the CCP pup that stole the election from Chris Sky in Toronto, just just bumped property taxes ten point five percent in the last two weeks. Yeah, for everybody in the GTA. How is that possible?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just increased the uh, amount of fraud that they're committing.
0: So then as a sovereign man, the way I read this is if every franchise under Ontario known as a town, calling themselves a town, a municipality, is charging property taxes, but it says here you're not supposed to impose tax or go into debt or give a loan out and you find that you are being charged taxes, you should go back at least seven years and get the taxes you paid back. Number one, they owe you, right, because it's unlawful. They've been stealing from you. This is my opinion. Oh, and by the way, if it was me, what I would do is I would march right into city council chambers with good law enforcement, march right into a treasury's office with good law enforcement, and march right into the mayor's office with good law enforcement and immediately put a criminal investigation number on them to see if they are part of a crime, a financial crime, an organized syndicate, which is. Unlawfully, as per their own bylaws and these corporations, imposing financial penalties upon those people and those properties at a minimum. That's kind of what I would do. You know, seven years going back seven years easily. Don't go alone. Yeah, don't go alone. You, you're not coming back if you go alone, right? Because they're just going to put you in a straitjacket and probably made you and say, Oh, they chose to be made. Can't get a kneecap surgery in British Columbia for 162 days. But if you're 16, and you're, you're upset at your test in high school. Come on in. You're not feeling good. We'll pay your family. We'll kill you. But we won't tell you. We're probably going to harvest your organs and send it off. Yeah, That's okay because the new health minister for British Columbia is a seven-year convicted pedophile in Alberta who then Alberta, after he got out of jail for, I believe, what Dr. Maccas had placed on the Twitter, believe it was, you know, he is a serial child rapist. But we can go back and, and double check that but we'd have to go to the case files, but seven-year convicted pedophile, who then became the head of Alberta Health Services who implemented the mask mandates, the vaccine passports, and the biotech weapon, which is literally killing, harming, and maiming humanity, and now is over the head of BC. But I digress. Interesting. I would call that a satanic pedophile criminal syndicate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Getting back to the Freedom Convoy, We've got some news. Um, As you know, uh, I was thrown out of the Superior Court because Tamara Leach's lawyer and Chris Barber's lawyer teamed up with the Crown Attorney to oppose my uh, uh, application for (laughs) intervener status. So they didn't want me there, and I wanted this to be taken to the Superior Court because it was a matter of human rights and uh, the court that it's in the ontario judicial court cannot hear uh, human rights issues or anything pertaining to the bill of rights or the charter of rights and freedoms so i said because all our rights were violated this should be seen at the superior court which can do that it has the inherent jurisdiction which the other court does not have The Crown opposed that, uh, and Tamara and Chris's lawyers also opposed it, and the judge opposed it. So now what I've done, I've gone to the Court of Appeal and uh, sought a remedy there, a writ of mandamus, telling the court that they're doing the wrong thing. I've said the judge has erred. It's a matter of human rights. And the Bill of Rights is the paramount law in Canada. Anything that, uh, that violates the Bill of Rights is null and void. And what Trudeau and the Privy Council did was violate our human rights and violated the Bill of Rights. So it needs to be heard. They don't want Trudeau and the Privy Council put on trial because that, in effect, is what will happen. We'll be putting them on trial. They won't be putting Tamara and Chris on trial. We'll be putting them on trial. So I've gone to the Court of Appeal, and I've now got a file number, and uh, the matter will be heard. I'm not sure when, but uh, because it's just after the the holidays, um, I'll be in touch with them. I'll be uh, on their case to uh, get this dealt with, because right now this is kabuki theater is what's going on now it's it's a fraud but i'm in the system i'm in the court of appeal they know that oh here's something else i don't know if you guys can but i was there on the 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 case took place the hearing took place on november 28th at the ottawa courthouse Now, they've got a record of everything that goes on in that courthouse, except for my case. I can't find a record. If anyone can, please send it to Brad. Uh, I can't get a transcript of what happened, and I've made the Court of Appeal aware of that as well. Uh, The other thing is I've got a phone call from um, John Bowder and uh, James Bowder. And he is charged with being the architect of the Freedom Convoy, which means he's being charged as the uh, originator and the leader. And he is, Uh, he came up with the whole concept. He was asked by the Canadian Truckers Association to put together the Freedom Convoy. And he uh, then obtained the database of all the names of everyone in the Truckers Association, which is why he was able to make it so massive. Uh, He then asked Pat King to lead the convoy. And Pat, I know quite well as well. I've known Pat since 2020. And that's how the convoy took place. Uh, People like me and some other people who want to remain anonymous, we were the reception committee for the convoy. So I was in touch with Pat. Every day, Uh, they want to put James away for 15 years for being the architect of the convoy. Uh, It looks good for him. They've now uh, given him an adjournment. He called me a few days ago. He said that they've adjourned his matter until the 2nd of May. And he believes that on the 2nd of May, they're going to defer it off till March of 2025. And uh, I think that's going to happen because they've done the same thing to Randy Hillier. They're not going to see his matter until March of 2025. And I think, by law, that will be null and void because it's not a speedy trial. And, uh, you know, you, you're entitled to a speedy trial. Also, uh, I was also contacted by one of the Coots four was in solitary confinement for 180 odd days, which is inhumane. Uh, he's out, he's out now, he's still in prison. Uh, but it's uh looking good for him. Uh, I believe he's gonna ask for a writ of habeas corpus, which they can't provide. And uh the whole thing's a sham, and it's being shown to be a sham. So that's what's going on with the Freedom Convoy and the repercussions from that. It's all falling apart for them.
0: Well, and it's also psychological terror on those three people. You know, so you've got Randy and James and you've got the Four and others too that are unnamed, um, that have been swept up by police services or the RCMP thrown into jail or thrown into solitary confinement. Same type of thing they did. Same thing they actually did. Playbook with Pastor Archer Padlowski. And it's a psychological terror saying, Oh, we're gonna push you push it off, but it may or may not be dropped. But every day and every night, these people, whether they're quote unquote free, are going to sleep with this might happen to me, especially those who have been in jailed. And when you mentioned with Tamara Lee, you should go back to our show from a little over uh, a week ago, Norm, and where we did the Nazi pedophile show, Nazis everywhere in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. We also discuss the Already Health Services. That it is. If you just go down the comments, and thank you so much for all of you incredible divine lions and lionesses around the world. And people have asked, Why do you, you know, every now and then I get divine lions lionesses? That's cool. Why do you say that? Well, because as it's now echoed by Javier Millet, and by the way, I never came up with this, so I'm not owning it. And as Pastor Archer Bowlowski on this show and many shows has been saying, we are not here to wake up the sheep. We are here to awaken the lions, right? And it's the feminine, the, the warrior mama bears, the warrior grandmas. And we have more warrior grandmas who respond to this show for almost two years now, Norman, than anybody I've ever seen who places in the comments. We just take a look at the comments here. We talk about people, you know, Pure Canadian 100 says, I've won in court twice under common law. Canada is Banco. For bankrupt, they have no jurisdiction at all. Norman is proving the corruption. Awesome. Love your show, my friend. Great work. Starling Farms says, expose all this evil, all of it. We want very public arrests and military tribunals for crimes against humanity and treason. We talked about the Picton Pig Farm on that show, which Trudeau is complicit in as well. And It took the Aboriginal People Televisions Network over the Christmas holidays to come out because CBC and nobody would cover it for good reason that the RCMP are attempting to destroy thousands of pieces of evidence in one of, in Epstein's island of Canada. Those are Norman's words. It's the Epstein Island of Canada where most of them are Aboriginal women that they raped, tortured, and murdered at the Picton Prick Farm just outside of Vancouver BC in Delta. And so we have it, right? We have people who are standing up, who are uniting, who are saying and speaking out. So it's all here. And indeed, once again, in the description of the show, you have the GoFundMe, so you can donate to Norman, who's paying on his own accord and doing what he can, moving forward into donations to create this heroic mischief and bring this truth out. We also have the links to the document below this show. So please get involved in the comments and share. Make sure you also share this show as well that Norman and I have just concluded Because you have the ability to get other people, friends, family, relatives in Ontario alone to go back, to march in, to come together as a community, demand their money refunds, because it looks pretty lawful to me, and also start criminal investigations on all of those city councillors and mayors and treasurers who may be complicit in those financial crimes all across Ontario. Look into What statutes have or have not been enacted? Whether it's a Highway Traffic Act across Canada and the RCMP are pulling people over for speeding, I'm not saying that going 180 in an 80 zone is not speeding. I mean, you got to have some common sense, but common sense isn't too common these days. But, you know, it's real interesting to see the complete shamble of this corporate entity which continues to violate our rights and our inalienable human rights. And Norman has to go into a court and say... It should be human rights. I would say Human Rights Commission and Geneva Convention, we have that, put them all on tribal for everything that they've done and let us see them go through those tribunals very quickly and then see what happens on the other side, because we have to come to a point in time, Norman, I believe, very quickly where we have to have national mourning. It's a 500 percent increase in Alberta alone of unknown deaths since they rolled out the biotech weapons, you know. Mm-hmm. people are hurting everywhere in every way, physically, spiritually, and financially. You know, yeah. speaking of uh, physically, I'm I'm glad that you've got more pep in your step with these little portable med beds yes. on your body, brother. You know, so yep. how are things since our last show checking in before you go out and hang out with some benevolent doctors? Yeah. of boy. Activate. <laughs> Colonel Seller says this is a portable med bed on his body, right? You know, I gave him these patches like we got patches for you too.
1: And well, I just, uh, I just finished, uh, sauna and, yeah. uh, several laps in the pool. Oh, awesome. Awesome.
0: Not bad for a guy who is told he can't do a medical test because it might harm him some more. And they just, unfortunately, yeah. aside.
1: Yeah. I was told that. Yeah. I was, uh, what was, uh, my back was over 70%, uh, maximum medical recovery, um, entire body I was 28 percent yeah and and they gave me fourteen thousand dollars for that <laughs> crippled for life and here's 14 grand have a nice have a nice life you I'll, know? I'll roll that
0: uh that footage right after we conclude here so people can see it because to me this is another truth this is a second lease on life the medical system owned by the Ro- taken over by the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers 150 years ago you know, to keep us perpetually sick and profit from our sickness and then our death. You know, this this stuff has been hidden from us. And Einstein said that the medicine of the future is frequency medicine. And here we have.
1: So did frequency. Tesla.
0: Frequency. You're right. Tesla did say that too. Yeah. Powerful, mate. Powerful. Awesome. So I hope we, uh, in a week, we'll come back and we'll have some more and send out some prayers to everybody who is unlawfully locked up across the world political prisoners, you know, fighting for freedom, fighting for humanity. And thank you for what you do, brother.
1: Appreciate it. Oh, thank. Oh, and I've also got to thank the uh, Canadian National Archives, the staff there. They're awesome. They're they're bending over backwards to help me. I think they know what I'm doing and uh, they are helping. So, uh, you know, I, I got that document hand delivered to me at the archive and you can see it's signed, dated the 17th Excellent. and uh, they were were really good there. Awesome, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you, brother. There's a lot of patriots in the government.
0: Yeah, you know, like we all went into what we did for what we thought would be our careers and for the rest of our life when we're helping people. We're doing good. We had no idea that it was a Hydra Hiding in the shadows, you know, mm-hmm. like the lizard of
1: Oz pulling the strings. Yeah, so we, well, take, let's, we can take it back. Let's get her done. Get her done. Love it. All right.
0: Thanks everybody for watching. You know what to do. You got enough peaceful ammo here to get after it. Thank you all. And don't help him.
1: Thank you. You're Hello. Okay, my name is Norman Traversy. I'm 67 years old. I'm an ex firefighter in Canada. And uh, over the course of my career, I had six concussions that were recorded, probably others that weren't. Uh, I fell through a floor in a fire. I had a roof collapse on my head in a fire, took a divot out of my helmet. Uh, I ended up uh, being assessed in 2001. They sent me uh, to this place that uh, it doesn't try and fix you. It just assesses whether or not you're faking a back injury. (laughs) And they said, wear comfortable clothes and soft shoes. And this will take about three days. And uh, they sent me home after half a day. And they said, we can't assess you anymore because we'll just be injuring you further. And they uh, assessed me at 70 odd percent uh, spinal damage and uh, overall body, I was uh, 28%. It's called maximum medical recovery, was on 100 100 or 200 milligrams a day of codeine. And there's three milligrams in a Tylenol three. And I was taking this codeine, and it didn't really get rid of the pain. It just made you not care. And I was on that. Uh, I've gotten off that, uh, gotten much better. Uh, I still had trouble with stairs. You know, I was slow on stairs. And I am 67. I got the patches. uh, I put them on three days ago. And... It started to work I within minutes. Like, all of a sudden, I, I, I was much more mobile. Uh, my knees are great. I went out yesterday with a friend of mine, and I was showing off on the stairs. And uh, I, I actually could run. Not that fast, but I haven't been running since the 20th century. And uh, <laughs> I can... <laughs> Yeah, I was touching my toes. Showing off for this woman, right? <laughs> but uh, I can touch my toes now. Like ten times in a row. Which, that would be unheard of before. Uh, my my friend uh, was not feeling well. She was kind of dizzy. She did something when she got up in the morning. She stretched and something popped. And I gave her one. And she put it... Uh, right where her spine meets her uh, shoulders and within i'd say half an hour she's feeling much better and uh she's all better now uh she's gonna i gave her i gave her six of my patches and uh my friend says they work and i say they work um thank you thank you so much thank you it's uh I've got a spring in my step now. Mm. (laughs) It's amazing. It really is. It's, uh... Oh, and I'm not being paid by you guys. Um, (laughs) I I just... I just want to say... I've got a lot of uh, friends on the fire department that uh, I'm going to tell. I'm going to call a couple of my buddies today. And, uh, yeah, it's... uh, If I'd have known about these 20 years ago, um, it would have been a different 20 years.
0: Hey, you divine lions and lionesses, you amazing sovereign souls, look at this. Powerful, affordable X39 patches help regenerate your stem cells. These were developed for Navy SEALs, burns up to 500 calories, acts like a wearable med bed on your body. So you get to wear your natural wellness daily. Order X39 now at catchthelifewave.com. There's Monday to Friday phone support, so you can go there. There's Zooms, and there's a 100% 90-day money-back guarantee at catchthelifewave.com. The X39, there is nothing else like it. Help activate stem cells, reverse aging, and rejuvenate your life at catchthelifewave.com. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.